Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Complex Sneakers Podcast. I am with my guys, Matt Welty to my right. How's it going? And of course, Brendan Dunn. I'm here. I don't know why you said back again, but but I've been here. I feel great to be back, honestly. The levels feel good in this room. The temperature is a cool 75 degrees, three or four down from what we're usually... Just like in, you ordered. In, uh, yes. just, just so you can um, envision what's going on, Joe LaPuma has on a full kit yep. tracksuit right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Got a Uncle Polly's uh, yep. snapback. Yep. Break the fit down for us. Well, okay. Then. Yeah, go ahead. Paint the picture. And, and acronym. Acronym Prestos, I have the whole... Uncut Gems Kith uh, sweatsuit on. Is that right? what that is? No, it's close <laughs> to it. It's close to it. And uh, Joe, you said back. You're happy to be back. Where yes. did you go? I'm back in the office. My first okay, day back because I've the been office. here. Have you? I've been here. Well, look at that dedication. No, you know what I want to know. You know, I come to the complex office during the holiday times, and nobody's here. I want to. I want to sign up for one of these jobs where you just don't have to come to work for two weeks. Like, how do I get that I would, deal? I don't, I don't like that. I, I went stir. I've been going stir crazy. It feels great to be back. And to be fair, I asked both of you. You guys coming in tomorrow? You both said no. It's what New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's an actual holiday. Yeah, but I would have came in. I would have came in because let me tell you, I was going stir crazy for the past. I two need weeks. to um, renew my license. I didn't realize that it was expiring, and I have to. Um, if I don't do it, how, what does this have to do with the conversation? Yeah, wow! If Way I don't do it, no, I'm not coming in. Okay. <laughs> not coming in. Not coming into work you tomorrow. Going to the DMV? Yeah, I have to go to the DMV on you New gonna, Year's Eve. All right. Are you going to flex? Like, do you think your celebrity is at the level now where you can skip the line at the DMV? Because to me, Ooh. that's that's where we should be going with this. Uh, maybe. Do, do they okay. res- Wait, where's the, D- the DMV in the city or in Jersey? Jersey City. Okay. The city meaning not Jersey, Jersey. City. No, no disrespect. <laughs> the only city that matters. City. Oh on. my God, Welty, what were you doing over the holiday break? You were uh, yeah. firing buckshot into the woods. Yes. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went and shot trap again. My Let dad the chopper the sing in the trap. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the me. And my dad went to the gym every morning. We're throwing around kettlebells during a Christmas break, and it was a great time. It was a great uh, <laughs> father son uh, bonding experience. You guys spot each other. Uh, you don't really spot on a kettlebell. You might get hit, but okay, you might get hit just like when Wealthy's got that dang on. Him. Okay, okay. <laughs> he did a lot of aggressive behavior for Christmas: shooting guns, it, it, but gym when you, workouts. You do the aggressive behavior, then you don't feel aggressive because you get it all out. That's uh, true. A, a calmer Wealthy in twenty twenty yes. is that what we can look yeah. forward to? Really? Yeah. What's your What's your New Year's resolution? I don't have one. Do you have um, one? You know what? I have a very promo answer that ties to a uh, oh, get the a, bag? A, a paid sponsorship I'm doing with a company that's not paying wow. for my time on this air. You breaking so I won't news say, right now? As of this podcast going live, I will have a sponsor post up on my IG that will tell you exactly what my resolution is. Is it the one that we talked about? It's the one that we talked about. And Did that's you take the flick yet? 
I took a couple photos. Okay. We, we got some things in the works. So if you're listening to this, I need you to go back and, and see that photo and like it and comment on it and tell, tell me the extent to which you'll be supporting that product because of my coast. I'm glad you did that deal. That was a, that was a good got deal. Got the bag. Yeah. yeah, we got the bag. We won't we won't say the name of the product on here because no. they're not paying for any time on, on this Absolutely not. program because that costs a lot Yeah, more. come on now. It's good to be back. Everyone's taking the rest of the week off, though. No. Oh. No? I'll be here. January 2nd, I will not be These here. These chats won't snap themselves. I'll be here. I won't be here. I'm getting a new couch delivered. Where from? CB2. Okay. Is that like the next level of wealth that we don't know about? Yet? No, CB two. You don't know about CB two. I don't know. I don't know about CB two. CB two is not. Fine. It's not bougie. No, it's fine. What right. I do know though is that Brendan Dunn is not wearing sneakers right now. No, he's not. What <laughs> are those? I, I love that. Seriously, Welty continuing to paint the picture, going around the table. I'm wearing boots. Okay. Blunt Blundstone is that how you? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Should I know about those? Honestly, you probably should. Okay. I think it's a co-signed. By another guy who has a podcast that no longer exists. Oh my God! Are we going back there? Is this another shot that? No, I think he co- actually co-signs those boots. That's why I thought it was okay. a thing. Listen, this is some gentlemen in the men's workspace really love these boots. Um, you know what? I got these for free a few months back, and I need more non-sneakers. Well, the reason closet. too that, and this isn't confirmed, but this is factually true. The person who gave you those also is connected to Reebok, right? Yeah, actually, uh, that's a good point. They can uh, send those and not the bag. <laughs> You know, I'm not wearing Reebok, and we don't need to get into all that today, but I am not wearing any other sneaker brand, so it's, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're shouting out Saatchi and Saatchi. The good people at that PR company. Agent. <laughs> I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad that we're recording, and a lot of people are doing these end-of-the-decade wrap-ups. Yeah. I feel like we've been semi-list-heavy the past couple weeks, so we wanted to look back at the decade in a way that wasn't just a countdown and talk about a shift in sneaker culture as it relates to pop culture and sneaker culture kind of going mainstream. And the topic we want to talk about today is how over the past 10 years, the influence of celebrities, mainly rappers, have become the point of influence over some of the world's biggest athletes. And I think for the world we play in, day to day. This is literally is your day to day. Yeah, this is like this is like our day to day and there isn't a day that goes by that this doesn't really come up in some way shape or form. Yeah, we're talking about influence. I know I know it's always tough to like talk about these things that are difficult to quantify, but it's kind of I guess this idea of who has the real influence in some way or like do people pay more attention now to basketball players versus rapper sneakers. I think there was a big, you know, discussion about that a few years ago. I remember writing like a long story mm-hmm. about it. I think Nick Engvall wrote like a counter point to it. But mm-hmm. I Yeah, think, I remember that. I think my my point was is that at the time I said that athletes were more important than celebrities or entertainers when it came to the footwear industry because this is when this was like 2016, I believe, mm-hmm. when, when I said it. In, in I think my point was is that every single great sneaker was designed, for the most part, for some sort of sport. Even like a Chuck Taylor, a Stan Smith. Without the idea of designing this for some sort of functional purpose, which always was sports, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have the great sneakers. So it's almost like what's more important, the chicken or the egg sort of situation. And that's always true. Brands will always say function is their biggest priority always yeah and i think even that has changed a little bit not 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 from the brand standpoint but i think from the collaborator standpoint you rarely hear that this shoe is the most comfortable shoe or this technology even even the most you know iconic p 
pieces of sneaker design have some sort of tie back to a sports function. Like the the holes on the side of the Stan Smith were made to make the shoe more breathable. The shell toe on an Adidas wasn't just a cosmetic thing, you know? It was yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think one interesting thing too, and I'm sure we'll talk about him plenty in this episode, Kanye West is kind of like, he obviously changed this conversation in, in, in so many ways, but one of the ways he changed it, I think, is that he had his own signature silhouettes and that was a moment of rappers or artists more generally having designs that weren't a sports shoe at one point because there's like a lot of retro sneakers that were rapper collaborations but like run dmc yeah exactly jay-z like an air force one years ago was a performance sneaker but like kanye's new stuff doesn't necessarily come from the performance realm even though there are performance technologies in it boost prime net what have you it was the idea that like a rapper could have or entertainer artist whatever you want to label these kind of like multi-hyphenate yeah. sort of people in the space, like they could have their own original silhouette and they could design shoes for maybe, instead of sports, for like the lifestyle purpose, yeah. but not just corny lifestyle shoes that are just kind of like, this kind of looks like a Stan Smith, but it's not, you right. know? And we're not calling Yeezys corny lifestyle shoes for the, no, record. No, no, no. For the record. And I think we should go back to that 2010 when the Air Yeezy was basically at the height of... Well, 2009, you know. 2009 it released, but yep. then going into 2010, yep. after, you know, a year under its belt, we still had Still a that. coveted shoe. The conversation was still going. Totally. And it was the artist design shoe that really popped off in the mainstream, even though, you know, we talked yeah. about today the, about the Jay-Z and the 50 Cent Reebok line was successful and then they started adding like a Lu- lot of... Like a, Lupe got a shoe. Lupe got a shoe. Mike, a random Mike Jones got, got a shoe. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I found Fall Wealthy's yeah. old write-up about that. I never realized that Lupe had a fucking Reebok shoe in 2006. He actually gave away all of his Nike sneakers on his Hypebeast Did uh, he? blog. Let me just say, I'm not willing to go that far once we work this Reebok deal yeah. out. But <laughs> oh, and we um, maybe the Tom Sachs that your mom brought out of storage, those... Yeah. <laughs> I may make you an offer for those. Okay, That's it's going to cost you more than a what, CD2 ten, couch. What, 10 grand? All right, we got to stay on topic. <laughs> Let's talk about it after. But yeah, going into 2010, after the Air Yeezy one released in 2009, it was really the first one to pop on a mainstream level. and It changed the game, right? It changed the game, and at that same time is when Nike basketball was kind of making their most important shoes. Yeah, yeah I think at that point you had, you know, the most hype shoes at the top of the decade were all basketball related yeah the lebron line had just been like re-engineered you had like the sevens and eights south beach that like really started to pop off yeah kobe four five six grinches all like the like the bruce lee shoes all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff you had like nerf kds you had galaxy foam posits every single color of foam posits that came out the royals the the yellow ones the red joints like all of those all sold out like right away those were the hottest sneakers you could have. And remember the Kobe three. Remember the Kobe three D sneakers. Yeah. What model was that? That was the Kobe s- six, I think. Yeah. You had the eighty eight um, Jordan threes that also dropped at the same time. Like basketball was king at the, yeah at yeah. And I think I think that's important to note too because you know we're talking about athletes versus entertainers. I guess I guess entertainers yeah. is that the term we're using generally? But, yeah. But like personalities, influencers. Yeah. yeah the the athletes in this instance are almost always going to be basketball players because there's no other sport really that like their sneakers resonate in the sneakerhead world on the same level. There were tennis models like in earlier decades, sure. Like Revis, Revis had a shoe that was a little popular, but that's yeah, about but, it. But, but, but to me, it's really, we're talking about like basketball shoes. Yeah, and, basketball. and I think this kind of maybe decline, if we want to say in the importance of the athlete in the sneakerhead world is tied in some way to the overall decline of basketball shoes. Like, you think of like how hot, like we're talking about Nike basketball, like 
Yeah, the Galaxy Pack. Remember that Galaxy yeah. Pack in 2012? Yep. That- Someone literally offered up their car. Yes. For the foam. For the for foam, right. Yeah, yeah, but, but to me, this is more about the Nike basketball stuff, yeah. like the, the modern stuff, you know, KD4s. I'm, yeah. I'm so mad at myself that I never bought a pair of KD4s. Do you guys have the South Beach LeBron 8s? No. No. What was it, the the Big Bang 9s? Like, those yeah. shoes yeah. were all... all those. Oh, my God. Like, the, the Galaxy KD4 was incredible, too. This was also the time, uh, the era where I believe Nike Elite socks were super, super popular. And yeah, you saw yeah, all yeah. the kids, like, they'd get different colorways of them, and they'd cop them all to wear with the Nike basketball sneakers. It was a whole lifestyle look. Yeah, yeah. And I think, again, like this this general downturn, this is a, from a Quartz article, November 2018, Matt Powell from NPD Group, you know, he's always got figures around these things. And he's talked a lot about the decline of basketball footwear. And he was saying- From a sales perspective? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I know we're not talking purely sales because we always have to put an asterisk on this because we're talking about critically and how mm-hmm. much people really pay attention in the sneakerhead world. But that in 2013, basketball sneakers accounted for 13% of the U.S. sales- they were down to about 4% in November 2018. So I think it kind of makes sense then that we're seeing rapper sneakers are So let's break it sneakers. down, though. Let's break it down for the audience. If it's down that much, what other sneakers basically get? Let's throw some models out that would take up for that percentage. I mean, he's saying it's like athleisure, and it makes sense. Like, I think... Like, I, Roshis I, and stuff. Like Yeah, it's not way. necessarily the rapper sneakers, I think, filling in those gaps. Because, mm-hmm. again, this is like mass market stuff that's one other thing about all these sneakers from people like kanye or people like travis scott i don't think they can ever sell as many of those as they do of a lebron or, or a Kyrie no, or whatever. because the kids in the elementary schools and middle school it's still all lebron pg Kyrie's curry curry and i think curry kind of went down a little bit there was yeah. a time that every kid had the curries the under armor i think it was like two or three years ago yeah. it was that was like the shoe and you still go to the schools for the, you know, when we visit schools or whatever, and we, we're in the hallways, we see tons of Nike basketball still. But it does seem that there's kind of been a decrease in terms of, like you said, the sales figures. And then this topic that we're talking about, kind of what's really moving the needle from a mindshare perspective when it comes to night in, night out, people clocking what people are wearing. Well, I think I think the one of the conversations was is that, you know, it's more important what LeBron wears before the game than what LeBron wears during the game. That's like, crazy. Do you think that's true? I think from the world that we play in, kind of. I think that's what gets more people's attention on Instagram. Definitely. Yeah. To me, I, I just like reminisce too. I miss, maybe it's because I become jaded because I think that's like inevitable. We're all more jaded than when we started in this stuff. But like I miss how much fun Nike basketball was around like 2012. You know what I mean? All those shoes were so hot, like working in retail at the time, yeah. you had like the Entourage, LeBrons. Um, yes. I still want the Sprite I bought, uh, Bra- I bought Brandon Edler the Entourage LeBrons. LeBron A's, right? Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. Fo- uh, from Foot Action on 34th Street. You know what's funny too? I know I talk about this too much yeah. and you guys that make fun of me for time, it. That was a good time, bro. I feel like in some way that time was fueled or like the hype of that time was fueled by Kyle Yamaguchi and this like yeah. this this ring on Nike campus who were cranking out ridiculous crazy promo samples, wild color ups yeah. and and selling them for big money illegally, but like watch the throne LeBron's yeah. like remember the Miami Knights yeah. LeBron yeah. 8 yep. low that was Le- originally Le- supposed to be a championship sneaker, but you had kind of Bronald Palmer. Yeah, yes. that one five times yes. fast. All that stuff like I really wanted those badly. Um, the entourage LeBron didn't age well. It, it's it's also interesting too because that was also a time where Nike I feel like they were really pushing the the price point of how much a sneaker could yeah. uh, retail for. Like the LeBron shoes every single year started getting more and more expensive and I think they finally got 
to a peak point where they were three hundred dollars for a performance basketball. I think sneaker. the I think the real high point was the LeBron. 10 elite i think it was on nike id that was the one where it was like no we can't keep doing this it's just getting out of control and you had the cork lebrons cork lebron was <sighs> Man, a big moment that was a great htm era. kobe's htm kobe nines yeah. i was so mad i didn't yeah. have that shoe i randomly have two pairs of htm kobe 10 which the htm kobe 10 low was like just a you had the white uh, multicolor pair with the gum sole right. it was I, so hard yeah yeah i wish i yeah I don't know what I'm ever going to do with those HTM. I, I do. But. I do remember one point though that um, when the Kobe, it was the Kobe Nine, the really high one. I think yeah. Joe, you got a pair in the office, yeah. and you were trying to figure out how to how to actually pull yeah. the shoe off. And yeah. I'm looking back at it, and I'm like, no, nope, you couldn't do it. I know. I tried. I couldn't. I, I. You know what? I randomly uncovered a pair of Kobe Nines in my room this morning because I was digging out some old shoes to take to Flight Club, and uh, I found the what the Kobe Nine. Yeah. So how do you think we got to the point, though? Yeah, when did it change? Yeah, where people care more now about a Travis Scott Air Jordan 1 than they do a South Beach LeBron. I think there's something to say, just like everything in sneaker culture that's been added to it going mainstream and where the needles being moved by these kind of quote-unquote influencers and celebrities and tastemakers and it's now that they're competing with each other. It's not just like LeBron competing with PG or Kyrie for the best design. And it's now like we see it all the time. Rappers are competing with each other about who has the best collection. The competition between artists, it's just how we compete with everything. Yeah. We're all competitive with the best products. So the competition with the artists that they're designing, and there's only a few kind of at the top. Everyone, I think, is keeping each other in the peripheral and looking at what everyone else is doing and the product every time it drops it's the rabidness of co-signing or this is hot and this isn't you know celebrities they're just like us where where everything is kind Are you of saying we're not celebrities no we're i'm just saying like where everything is adding to the fuel of the fire and it's becoming so big because of that stuff we we're talking about you know sneakers of the year i think this is one of the first years or even the past few where the top shoes at the end of the year wasn't like a flagship basketball sneaker. Like a Ky like the Kyrie shoe mm -hmm. didn't slip into the top 10 sneakers of the year. The LeBron 17 wasn't considered one of the top 10 sneakers of the year when I think a few years ago, whatever the LeBron sneaker was, was definitely in the top 10 yeah. shoes of the year. I think one thing too is just like if you try and think about it in terms of how big these releases are, and, and I say big in terms of the type of noise they make in our world again not big in terms of the, the total number of units sold because i think that the athletes will always sell more than the rappers in terms of actual sneakers but i think that like when was the last shoe that an athlete dropped that really people went crazy for a new model you know what i mean like what i think well even when they're doing new models the colorways that are themed from the past are the ones that are really moving well, the like needle. Like the Kyrie stuff caught on, but Kyrie that concepts. But that was all yeah. based off of like Nike SB designs. It had nothing to do with sports anymore. Mm. You I know? think I think Kyrie maybe maybe more than anybody else. It's right also now crazy that Kyrie debuting the Lobster Dunk SB is almost bigger or definitely bigger than him debuting his own sneaker. You think so? I mean, when he wore it was the purple one he wore, right? Yeah, that was the first one. I Something think. Something Welty's still mad about. Oh he, no. Well, well, you like you like those or you don't? Um, no, I think there was like a situation. Okay, well, I don't remember. no, I don't remember. No, I, I, I'm now I'm I don't even know. But what I I'm mean, about. you could you could argue that him debuting that and the blogs picking it up and it going crazy on Instagram 
Is there a big discrepancy between him debuting his new model versus debuting that in terms of like the earned media that it got? I think there is a big discrepancy, but I think I think we just still feel compelled to to really care about new signature silhouettes, and I think we should. You know, and I think that's more interesting. There's also ultimately. way more marketing behind it. Tra- yeah. But Travis Scott also got his own Air Jordan. What was it? The thirty three. Oh, the Cactus Jack pair. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that, it, it's like that came and went though. But but even to make those models pop, they're doing collaborations yeah, with yeah, yeah. with the rappers. So, I mean, I don't think it's a stretch to say that Kanye West is the reason a lot of this changed. You know, I think that the way his Nike deal went. So Air Yeezy One came out in 2009, 2012 Yeezy Twos, and then by November 2013, he had announced that he was signing with. Adidas and, and part of the reason for that was that Nike wasn't giving him any royalties you know they said or he said that they said I don't know what Mark Parker told Kanye West but that they were only going to give him two collections eventually and 30 SKUs but they still couldn't give him royalties and he said the reason they cited was he wasn't a professional athlete yeah that's thrown out the window now I think right like that that I, 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 don't, I, mean, I don't know who's maybe getting not percentages totally thrown, on their shoes yeah but maybe like, not totally thrown out the window I think but that, that line yeah has, that way of thinking has to be bent now yeah because it just proved that it services everyone. Yeah. Like, and, and that's kind of what this discussion is about. Exactly. He's not an athlete, so he doesn't get royalties. But the people who are really shifting things, a lot of them right now aren't athletes. Do you think Nike, like, kicks themselves over that decision? I, I don't think, think so. I think, I, yeah, I don't think so. And I think way less than people think, honestly. I think on paper it may look like, oh, wow, how short-sighted was that? But I don't think that they kick themselves that much. They have been able to ironically use a lot of Kanye's team who, or, or people who came up under Kanye. And, mm-hmm. and they've really filled the gap, I think. I think right. uh, I don't think how much we can even talk about this, but I remember writing. A, <laughs> who are you about to get in trouble? Uh, well, this was actually originally Joe's idea. So I was just oh, uh, doing it. So I think it was a Saturday when Joe... Uh, I know where you're. I know where you're going. I don't remember. He, but um, go ahead. I know where you're going. Okay, he had go me. He had me write on like a Saturday morning an infamous story, saying that Nike is using Virgil Abloh to make up for losing Kanye West, and we. Well, I didn't mean using though. No, not using, but yeah. like he's like you're saying he, he's filling in the cracks. He right? did, and he did. But he did. But we published it on the website, and the story's no longer on the website. <laughs> because you cer- are going to get in trouble. Certain okay. people got mad about it. Okay. And certain I didn't know. I, 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 well, okay. Well, that's a little uh, behind the curtain, but that's what I was basically just saying. Like, he filled the void. And you think, like, oh, they lost Kanye. Or what are they ever going to do to combat it? And you look, and they've combated it pretty well, even though Kanye and the Adidas line is killing it massive and like like yeezys even though i think we've we've spoken at length about yeezys here and you know we had a whole episode dedicated to it and we'll talk about it plenty more but still i think it's worth mentioning that like even you think about rappers versus athletes in terms of sneakers and and how much people care about them like while yeezys may not move the needle every single release in the way that they did last time in general they're more interesting and causing more people to talk than the latest lebron or the latest kyrie or the latest kd shoe but i also think to that point i think there is something to say about the kids in school you could go to Foot Locker, you go to a big box retailer and you could get a new signature kyrie or lebron it's the shoes that the artists are wearing are sort of still unattainable and i think that really adds a layer of 
the rabidness to why everyone wants it, especially the kids, and yeah. why, why the reaction is so crazy when Travis debuts something. It's because you still could get these signature sneakers. Maybe it's not the most rare colorway, but you go to Foot Locker in Times Square and you could still get these shoes. The ones that the rappers and some of the quote-unquote influencers are wearing, you still can't get them. And that's, you know, it's fueling the resale market. It's fueling basically all the Instagram posts and and things like that. I think the two shoes, I think, really symbolize that. Number one, when LeBron's line had actually gone down a lot, I think it was after the LeBron 11, which they had a hard time selling that shoe. And the sneakers got worse and worse every year. And then they kind of had to re-tinker it. And then they made the fly knit or whatever the the material was Mm -hmm. out of it. But... To kind of re-debut LeBron and get it hyped, they used Ronnie Feig and Kith, that collaboration, on the shoes to get a lot of interest in the model again. And I don't think a, a few years ago you ever would have imagined that Nike basketball would admit that they would need the leverage of Kith to make right. people care about a LeBron James sneaker. Right. And but that they, may have been the last like really, really big LeBron release was, was that series of Kith ones. Yeah, they didn't they had like the Watch the Throne ones then, but then also you know another like hip hop theme yeah. shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think it's just a matter of the climate changing. Like I think that's just where we're at. You know, you said Nike would never think that they would have to leverage Kith to make a LeBron hop, but I think everything has changed through this lens of celebrity now. And I think our jobs have fully changed. It's like my whole show is based on kind of celebrities' taste and. That's what a lot of the kids react to. Well, look at Jerry Lorenzo. You know, the Fear of God one was made as a performance basketball sneaker, and they needed to make a performance basketball sneaker cool. Mm-hmm. So they use it like a streetwear brand or a luxury, you know, brand to to make it pop. And I yeah, don't... yeah. Where do we put guys like Jerry and Virgil in this conversation? Because I don't want to gloss over those names, and we're not going to. But like, they're not athletes, and they're not rappers. So, so they're, where do they're those designers? Design, they're designers with yep. great taste, and I think in their own right are insanely influential. And then I think like, can you imagine if Virgil and Jerry were walking through the tunnels every night, and they were athletes? They'd be right up there with who all Slam and Complex and Soul Collector are posting. Night in and night out. I don't. I don't think they're, it, they're like on their own. They're designers with a great eye for design and product, but also. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. People really pay attention to what they're wearing and what they're co-signing. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, take away anything from their labels or anything like that. I just think that they have their own celebrity appeal as well outside of Fear of God or Off-White. So you throw them kind of in the mix with guys like Kanye or whoever, who's a multi-hyphenate, you know, he's not just a rapper, he's a designer, whatever. And I think Virgil, you know, he's also does multiple different things and it's like- Virgil does everything. Yeah. And also I love how they roll their stuff out. Some obscurity, you could tell like Virgil started wearing old school dunks and then sure enough, we see the UNLV dunks and the Michigan dunks. I like that those guys are kind of hinting. I like how they roll everything out. And it's also the idea that someone like Don C can have like, you know, his own Air Jordan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you never would have thought that would have happened. I don't think so. I mean, I know and Spike then, got his own shoe, but like your yeah. guys like that getting their own models and the collaborations and that's a huge deal. Absolutely. And I love that those restrictions kind of have been lifted. And I think that it's paying dividends for everyone involved. And a decade ago, it was few and far between. Yeah. And I, I like the climate that we're in, in terms of those people have giant followings, not off being an athlete or not off being a rapper, but just off being a designer or somebody who cares about clothes or the way things look you know guys like Virgil guys like Jerry guys like Don C like they don't have the typical resume that you would have needed a decade ago to to get a Nike shoe I mean aside from maybe like Nike SB type stuff where they were doing cool collaborations with smaller entities and I think it's different too when you when you we talk about people like that because there are also other brands like Sakai and Comme des Garcons who also do work with Nike mm-hmm. but I don't think people are buying those collaborations just based off of the celebrity of the designer behind those brands. Yeah, less so. Yeah, like it's like the same thing we talked about in the last episode. Like I don't think Sakai as a name, you know, and this is separate from however good you think their designs are. Like I don't think anybody bought those Sakai LD waffles because they really cared about Sakai or they thought Sakai was like a cool thing. You know, like 60% of those people had no idea what Sakai was. And they couldn't identify who's behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a perfect design, but... You know, you have people like Sean Weatherspoon getting his own Air Max, but I think maybe people just thought that was a great shoe. I don't know if it was how much... A little bit of both. And then that one's a little bit different too because that's one that the people decided. Like, I know Nike christened all those designers that year, you know, as, as people who would be voted on for their designs to be selected, but Sean was kind of like elected by the people, and that's even... That's even like a, another level to it where they're like democratizing this thing yeah. where like, yeah, you decide who gets their own shoe. And isn't it crazy too that, you know, how much it's changed because you've seen things like Reebok had Travis Scott and didn't even do anything, mm-hmm. you know, with him. Yeah. Kendrick was at Reebok and then just, you know, leaves and it's like. Did, what, We're I, not here to discuss the many shortcomings of Reebok. Yeah. No, but that's it's, a it's joke. Just that's a joke. Yeah. 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 It just, to everybody it, at Reebok, that is a joke. It's just interesting how like, Brands finally decided, hey, rappers and entertainers are going to be the new thing now. Kanye West. It could go wrong. And that's the thing that you look at the Kanye partnership, you look at the Travis partnership. A lot of those deals could go wrong very quickly. We know a lot that have not worked out. And ASAP Bari. I, I saw ASAP Bari at Dover Street Market over the weekend. Did you say anything to him? 
No, I don't know. I, I have no idea if Asap Barry knows who I am. But even like rappers' collaborations haven't worked out, and and we get we get these big announcements, and it's easier said than done that these are going to be long term relationships, and yeah. that they're going to really work out for both sides. And I think you look at Travis is definitely doing it, Kanye's definitely doing it, and even though this topic we're talking about how the influence may have shifted, really it's not like there's fifty of them. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not. There's only a handful. Mm-hmm. I think one thing to mention, like as we pull away from athletes being so important, it does hurt me a little bit because I really do believe. I in, still think they're important, though. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Totally, massively so. Right. But, but I think that in our world, they've been less important in the last decade, and it does hurt me a little bit because I do believe in the sneaker as a vehicle for athletic performance or athletic activity. That's because you run marathons, but I, <laughs> I ran it. I ran one marathon. That's mm-hmm. it. Don't give me more credit than I deserve. Okay, few halves, but um, the sneakers that entertainers or rappers are creating are less involved in this core idea of, of the sneaker to me of athletic performance but function it, yep. yeah but it's kind of cool because on another level there may be more involved or they kind of make up for that in the area of design you know Virgil is so big on design he's saying it's not about streetwear anymore it's about design and it's, it's it's almost like that's reflective of the brands being maybe more focused on being design firms or like a design company than they traditionally have or you know they're still very much about athletic gear but they're also about good design ideas well that you know i i think it's just cool that my gym shoes look totally different than the shoes i wear to work yeah you know i and and i think that's that's what do you wear to the gym joe i've been wearing um the nike react 87 you don't post a gym photo every morning on your instagram stories no this guy does this guy does but you know he motivates me a little bit he motivates me to be in the gym when i see him i go to the gym at night he goes in the morning but I'm not mad at it. What, yeah. Wealthy, what are the, yeah, what, what, what ASICs model is yeah, that? No, you wear Brooks? No, no he's got ASICs on. ASICs Kayano 26, which That's, I believe. I mean, ASICs Gel Kayano are the best. I think we're sent over to Brendan Dunn by the good folks at ASICs. Yeah. I haven't worn ASICs in the gym, but I know those are like the best. I've never run in any of the ASICs that they sent me. The, the other the other artists, I think, that we're leaving out of the equation that we haven't spoken about, and maybe his lines cooled down a lot recently, but Pharrell yeah. and okay. Adidas. Cool. Yep. Okay, yeah. That's what I was. I, only, yeah. I said if you heard it, I don't know if the level's good, but of course, Pharrell. Yeah. Still, still the North Star of influence. And, and it's crazy too, because I think it was like 2015 where Adidas had that huge year and they kind of said a lot of it was due to Pharrell's, you know, partnership with them on like the Superstar where they released like 50 different mm-hmm. pairs of them. And they were, he was actually able to boost the sales literally of, you know, of Adidas at the time. But I mean, it kind of sucks to see his line. It almost feels like it's hit a wall. <sighs> yeah. Think so? I do. I don't think people care about the shoes anymore. They only care about those friends and family pairs that nobody the has. The friends and family pairs are a lot better than the inline. I, I will say that. You know, the discrepancy between sometimes when the friends and family, there's such a kind of drop off in between the inline and the friends and family. The shoes think, are also worth like $15,000. I think know, Joe has a pair of NERD. Yes. I got them at ComplexCon. It's really funny. I, I forget what sneaker store I was at over the weekend, but this is one small shred of evidence that they are still you know, people going crazy over them. But I, I think a guy was confused and he was picking up the the newer Pharrell model, what's it called, the Solar Hue. And yeah. he was like, yeah. they have human races here. They have human races here. And he did, I didn't have the heart to tell this guy that this yeah. was not the human race shoe. The, the but those it's cooled down, but it's still one of them that are very successful. And, yeah. I, and, you know, me personally, I always pay attention to the new Pharrell drops and just because 
to me, he's you know he's the go to this thing. I'm trying to remember what sneaker store I was at. But it's also it was interesting. two days ago. You don't remember? <laughs> Didn't you say this weekend? Yeah, it's, mon- it's Monday. Yeah, bro. I, I really am struggling. It's Monday. But Pharrell was doing this all before Kanye too, and I don't think his yes. name gets enough credit sometimes. But also, it seems that Kanye is super focused on design. I don't know if Pharrell is as focused on design as Kanye is in terms of the footwear. I could yeah. be wrong though. No, no way. Just, I, I agree with you on that. Like, you know, I just. We've never seen really Pharrell in a parking lot with all his designs like laid right. out. And, and that's nothing to take away from him. I just think that there's just a different level. Yeah. And, you know, the, the um, I was watching the Kerwin Frost, Tyler, mm-hmm. the creator interview, and Tyler basically was talking about Oh, Converse. yeah, we can't forget about Tyler. Yeah, Tyler how, was just talking about how Converse has basically given him freedom to do whatever he wants. And he almost had that kind of Kanye-esque shot with all the shoes laid out. Mm-hmm. And he was walking through and he was like showing samples and things like that. And Tyler is another one. Again, we talk about where I said there's definitely not 50 artist collaborations that are popping. But Tyler is definitely one that um, seems successful. And it seems that Converse is giving him the leeway to do a lot of things. And it's translating to sales. And I feel like he's also another one of those. Tyler's kind of a multi-hyphenate as well. Where, you know, he's also has his own streetwear brand and all of that where it's not just just a rapper you know yeah. it's you're artists in many different and another guy who i think got his blueprint from pharrell yeah no shame in that so no. do we think that pharrell is a little more of the forefather the, of everything the kind of genesis of all this He's more than kanye father of everything talk about collabs pharrell got a richard meal watch you see that Joe, you're way richer than Deeper us. Deeper than so sneakers. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, you see that collab? Also need he's, a, the, he's the forefather of everything. I need a list of like all the clothing items that Joe LaPuma has purchased over his lifetime because Pharrell once wore them. <laughs> is it a long list, Joe? Maybe, but Pharrell's the man. How do we think, do you think this is ever going to flip again where it's like basketball becomes the cool thing? It, it won't be just a apples to apples as the cool thing. I think there is possibility that there'll be an uptick in the heat of on-court basketball but i think what are you going to have lebron only wear his shoe in the tunnel lebron wants to wear john elliott air force ones he wants to wear the kith air force ones like i said the competition between everyone is it's just what we go through there's also a john elliott lebron sneaker too right we always want to wear the new stuff and we want to wear it early and we want to be first and things like that they bleed just like we bleed so i think that the rare Sneakers are still going to end up being highly talked about and versus like an on-court shoe. I'm not sure if it's ever going to come back the way it was. That height of on-court basketball shoes was running things. But I think that like anything in sneaker culture, like it's cyclical and they could string off a bunch of releases that, that we step back and for an upcoming podcast, we're like, wow, if you look at the last six months of Nike basketball, look at what they've done. I do think it's tough, too, to some extent, because if you think about lifestyle sneakers or whatever broad category you want to put these rapper or entertainer sneakers in, like any brand can do that type of stuff. And, and I think all the brands do have legitimately good efforts in that realm. But when you talk about athlete sneakers, and we've kind of narrowed that down to talk about basketball sneakers more specifically, like Nobody's really doing anything in that space that anybody cares about besides Nike. I don't think that's a stretch to say that like... That's the thing. We haven't brought up one other brand 
in basketball. In basketball, exactly. So I, I, it's just like less interesting as a whole because Nike just is dominates only, that space in a way that Kawhi New Balance. Yeah, I mean it's that, cool, but it's not going to make a dent. But you also saw you, and it's also people were more interested in Kawhi just wearing like New Balance nine nine sevens or whatever. Exactly. It, it, that's exactly it. That's like, yeah, and, him him wearing a collaboration gets more than wearing his signature model. And you think so? I, no, the signature model to me was a big deal. I don't. I don't. I, uh, I don't know. Honestly, him wearing the Ame sneaker and him during the playoffs wearing all those collabs, what do you think a kid cared about more? In that instance, I'm going to say when an athlete still first brings out their, their Just, signature model for the first time, I don't ever want to get into a world where we don't LeBron care about LeBron wearing a that. new signature model versus LeBron wearing the Paris Dunks. Hypothetical. Oh, that's... It's tough, but I also feel like it's definitely died down where I remember like a few years ago, there was kind of always that watch to see if LeBron's wearing the new shoe in practice, you know, like what does it look like? It's died Uh, down though, right? The thing is like, and I want to resist this because none of us play basketball. That's true too. There's a photo of Welty playing basketball on the internet. That's true too. But but like, I I don't ever want to get away from the world where like, those things matter, you know. No, you know, they definitely matter. Guys like Nightwing who obsess yes. over basketball tech sneakers. Yes. Like I always want people like that to be important to have a voice, and like I don't want to live in a world where like brands aren't compelled to create. They new, they never innovative will tech they, like that. I totally agree with you. And sometimes I think, as much as I'm celebrity leaning, mm-hmm. I would like to be more athletic focused. Like it's kind of like the grass is greener. You got to be in the gym more type of thing. Well, it's just like you mentioned Nightwing. Yeah. I just wish I was as passionate to review sneaker technology as him. Yeah. That, but, and, and that's not to say we have two different kind of lanes, two different lanes. And I think the sum of the parts makes what's great in sneaker culture. But to your point, I don't think brands will ever abandon making technology. That's like their jobs and designers' jobs were to problem solve technology yes, and yes. innovate. It'll never go away. Or Nike's got a big never, new NSRL building. It'll never go away. Innovation is always key and innovation is always king. And to your point, it's easy for me to say, oh, well, you know, LeBron wearing the Paris Dunks versus the signature sneaker, but there's a lot of people who feel the opposite. Yeah. And I think for you know, for me, I would love I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I would love to be more invested in that end of the spectrum. Yeah. The best correlation I can give is just because like, you know, we joke about me running or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I'm legitimately so interested in what is happening in the world of running sneakers or which sneakers are controversial in that world. So I don't ever want to shy away from those conversations or no. or set up a sneaker media world that only cares about hype. Yeah, I, I won't. I do think, though, that people are more interested in running innovation than they are basketball innovation at this moment. I also I love that right. P.J. Tucker, when I asked him what his five everyday wears are, he said the Joyride. That he said it's one of the best sneakers Nike's produced in in a long time, and that he wears it every day, and that's full technology. Yeah. I, th- I think no the, hype. I think the one brand that's in like in a weird spot in between both of this is what Puma's trying to do. I I mean I personally don't really understand it. They're launching. What do you think when they're launching that basketball program? But it seems to be kind of based off of trying to be cool rather than make performance. But yeah, I mean Puma is really messaging things of like. That they're so driven by the culture and all that. Yeah, and and do we believe that? <laughs> I think anytime anytime somebody says the culture, I think you should uh, you should immediately be be Put, suspect. Makes I a know. red flag. I know. I know we've used the word culture in here a lot, but not necessarily. It's just the it's just culture. very tough to define. It's a blanket statement. Yeah, I think I've said this elsewhere, but 
you know, this is no knock against anybody who signed to Puma, you know, a friend of ours, Upscale Vandal, like, I'm I'm glad he's, yeah, he's doing work, you know, he's a Congrats guy I really trust, but, like, I want to just see more product from Puma overall, you know what I mean? Like, I hear more about them signing people or them working with people than I hear about them actually, actually product. doing product. For all the names that they've they've affiliated themselves with, I can't Rihanna. think of nearly as many like actual shoe releases that they've hmm, had. Trying to think. Well, I think people just like the idea of Puma rather than the actual what, whatever's come out of it. The Nipsey collection. That was cool. That was no, awesome. That's all, yeah. I like some of the stuff they're doing. When are we going to see a Puma X Jola Puma shoe? How come that's never happened? I don't know, man. I'll tell you. I need an agent. <laughs> that I joke has a, definitely happened that before. That joke has definitely happened, yeah. Guy, <laughs> Fietti, a, Guy Fietti and Matt Welty made the same joke, so that's good company. <laughs> Not the only thing they have in common. Um, I wanted to ask, though, one question to kind of put a pin in this, and that's actually a good segue if I had my own Puma but if you guys designed a sneaker, it's not in the works, though. No, it's not. If you guys, is it close? Was it ever close? Not close. If you guys designed a sneaker and could have one person debut it, who would it be? Oh man, <laughs> I know Wealthy immediately thought Joe Rogan, and then and then tried to come up with a different Noah answer. Gall- <laughs> uh, that, that was Liam, Liam Gallagher. Uh, yeah, he, already, he had his own shoe, but um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> just Joe Rogan at the comedy store wearing the Matt Welties? I, th- I, th- I think he's into the ultra running brand, but um Okay. Uh Ultra not like the ultra thing that you're into. No, Ultra at the A. I don't know if those are actually good running shoes. Maybe Brendan can I can defer to him on that. <laughs> I'll have to test them out. Okay. Um I guess it I guess it's so cliche. Don't steal mine, but go ahead. No, I'm not gonna say it. Um I I guess I hate to admit it, but at this point, probably Travis is. Travis wearing the wealthy ones. The only person we didn't talk about, though, in this at all, though, is Drake. And I know Drake, like. Drake needs to release more shoes. Yeah, but Drake said in the Rap Radar interview, did you guys watch that? You guys should watch it. Oh, yeah. two, uh, two hours, he oh, said, yeah. I'm not known for my dressing, you know? I believe uh, Nike and Drake are up to something. If we can, okay. if we can echo an Instagram caption okay. I've seen way too many times in the past five years. Up to something. <laughs> uh, he's been fully, yeah, he's fully Nike-like. Through and through, yeah. I, I, but I the do, Travis Scott yeah, wearing if, the wealthy ones. I think he. If you want, like, to talk about visibility of what's going to pop on Instagram, or what's going to make the kids like it, it's Travis wearing your shoe, right? Absolutely, not my answer, but a valid and great answer. Joe, can you give your answer? Because I've, I've been thinking about this, and I still don't have any. I, I Kanye West, still, yeah, still Kanye. Yeah, but Joe's maybe not- it's because. Hold on, maybe it's because. When the career started, not to take off or anything, but like I was getting my bearings in this career, mm-hmm. I remember like Kanye would come into the office and like talk to Noah about like editing his issue, and I just was like talking about being starstruck back in the day. This and, was when. Um, this must have been. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven, around yeah. there, yeah. And I still think if there's a mystery shoe that Kanye's wearing. And it hits the blogs and it hits online. Everyone is going. Chris Jenner was just on TMZ for debuting a new Kanye shoe. <laughs> what a world we live in. But Kanye definitely. What a world. Ka- See, that's the world that I was talking about earlier, I where know, I but, don't want to. I don't want to push us Kanye, all the way toward that world. Fair, fair, but it'd be Kanye still for me wearing the JLP I always design. Th- I always thought the JLP shoe would be like the Zoom Citizen retro. Oh, in your own co- we need the Air Zoom Citizen. We need. Is that I a petition at- you're starting? I've been trying. Change.org? You know what's funny is that I've been like 
beating my chest like one day they're going to listen and the Air Zoom Citizen's going to come back. And then I tweeted like, Nike needs to make the Air Zoom Citizen. And the response was like, yo, these shits are whack. <laughs> that shoe is not whack though. That shoe is, that shoe is amazing. Oh my God. No? The Air Zoom Citizen? The blue with the... I'll support your campaign. I think it's just one of those shoes that they actually brought it back. Nike... No, they didn't. No, I'm saying if they did, it'd be one of those things where they fucked it up or don't put the oh. the, the right sole on it. Yeah. I need that. If Nike's listening, the Air Zoom Citizen, I need to be the first one to, to bring it back. Triple black. Tri no, no. The, the royal blue. No, I'm the saying yeah. the Air JLP yeah, yeah, version yeah. of it. You also got your Air JLPs recently. Those came in. Yeah, Shoe Surgeon. Shout out. Yeah. They changed. Hold on. Look I at the video. Him. Yeah. Wait. Hold on, though. Look at the video while you're thinking. While you're thinking of who. I still don't have a good answer for this. This is if I. Joe's Joe's showing off right now his uh, shoe surgeon. Look at the iridescent. Were those, JLP were those done pro ones. bono or it was a Christmas gift? I, I do have actually iridescent. one <laughs> shoe wait for surgeon the turn. shoe in my collection. This is arguably the most. Have I ever shown you these, Welty? Is this the Pizza Hut shoe? No, this is even more random than that. I don't own that shoe. This is maybe the most random sneaker. I can't call it a sneaker Thank shoe. Thank you to the shoe surgeon. Thank you to Dom. In the entire collection, uh, I have a pair of Reese's <laughs> football cleats that he made. <laughs> okay. For I, what? I don't. Uh, for Reese's. For the good folks at Reese's. There's also a photo of the uh, shoe surgeon that I keep on getting tagged in on what? Instagram and people are <laughs> saying. Well, it's like a picture. Where it's all, they tag me in it too. I got the gram off immediately when I got the package. JLP Senior took the picture of me. What a struggle that was getting him to just use the iPhone. 11. Hell of a collab. <laughs> like, Hell of a collab. All right, you got to give us your answer. This is like if I work at a brand and I want no. like the, or, the or, or like hey, the... hey, you have a hundred pairs or three hundred pairs. And this is or a 3, shoe I designed. Pairs. Or I designed. We also have unlimited access and unlimited budget to get it on someone. Brendan, who do you want to debut your sneaker? And this is just for maximum exposure? I'm, I'm so... I, 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 it doesn't have to be... It could be part maximum exposure or part something sentimental. Che something cheeky, you know? Whatever some... you think. <sighs> Miss Guthrie. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. I think that would be a moment. No way. That would be a moment. Miss, no, no, but... I'll, Miss Guthrie I'll... reminds me of Adam Sandler said that the only person to ever buy him a beer was his old teacher at... And who was like, hey... We got to talk and we got to go out for a beer. Yeah. I just want to let you know you got to switch professions. You're never going to be like a, an actor. Uh, and then he saw the teacher out with a group of his friends after he made it. And he right. was like, uh, hey, let me buy you a beer. Didn't bring up anything. Oh we, my we, God. That's how I, you and Miss Guthrie would be. By the way, speaking of Adam Sandler, uh, go see Uncut Gems yes. with Trinidad, Trinidad James. And cameo. my boy, Greg Una. Very important. But I, all I wanted to say Shouts was- to Trinidad. During, yeah. Thanks to Trinidad. He's in a Christmas present. What a nice guy. To you? Yeah. Wow, I didn't get one. Uh, okay. Me neither. All I was going to say was is that my dad had a conversation with me over Thanksgiving. Um, about the audio levels? No, about, well, he did <laughs> talk about that. But also at <laughs> Thanksgiving, he had said, you know what? You guys need to stop ragging on that old lady that, that's a teacher. Exactly. See? <laughs> that's why you need to give her the done ones. We we wanted to make a shirt at one point, but the legal team said that uh, if she's still alive, that that might be like an Sue issue. Your ass. I don't know, man. Don't okay, know. you got to answer though. I will say it wouldn't be some gigantic star. I, I I like the idea of shoes popping up and people being like, wait, who is this person that has this shoe? Why is... Daniel Day Lewis wearing this, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe end up on trainer spotting. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm picking. I I don't know who I'm picking. Still, I'm so sorry. I don't have an answer, but it's not going to be a giant superstar. Okay. It's going to be somebody who, it's not going to hit immediately, and people are going to be like, "Why does he wear those shoes? What what shoe is that?" Got Where, you. you know, 
You like at least, you know, just David like, Lynch. Just, I'm sending a pair. Just like your vacation, you keep people guessing where what exactly is going on. Yeah, everything top secret. You everything know, top secret. I, I will be taking a week off soon, and no you, should also, right. you should also go watch the David Lynch uh, Adidas commercial. That Classic. He, that's absolutely one of the fucking craziest okay. moments. You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the fucking oddest two, things two you'll, you'll ever. It's one of the oddest <laughs> things you'll ever see, and the fact that Adidas actually did that at one point is bizarre. Yes, bizarre. All right, listen, we got a straight answer. Dunn, still going to keep his unveiling uh, obscure. A bit of a mystery. I love that wealthy Travis Scott is going to wear the wealthy Esoteric. ones. It's amazing. And, yeah, it, I think it, it's, it's, a, it's a good place to wrap up. I think we dissected kind of the change this decade and where sneaker culture is as it relates to kind of on-court athletes and the never-ending celebrity aspect of sneakers that has brought us into the new decade. So... It's going to drop in 2020, the first podcast of 2020 from us. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited about the new year. I'm excited about where Complex is going in the new year. New year, new me. A lot of things to come. A lot of things to come. excited about my resolution. Oh, okay. My resolution. That's part of the promo. Remember, go go double tap that photo. When is that going live? That will be live by the time this podcast is live. Okay. Make sure you support uh, Brendan Dunn's bags. We need to get more of them in 2020 many more we thank you guys for rocking with us and we will see you next week oh yeah Mm -hmm. our podcast producer is shiva bayet our audio engineer is jasmine plotkin special thanks to gerald flores dave matthews and alejandro de jesus the complex sneakers podcast is a production of the complex podcast network Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.